WCBN FM Ann Alba. It's Freeform! 88.3 on your toaster! This is Juan. And this is Tim. Cornish in a turtleneck. You're listening to WCBN. WCBN FM, FM and Arbor. Live from Summer Smash Festival. I'm, I'm on the roof of a car making money. are we doing in here dan get off my foot there are hangers everywhere christy and what's up with these mothballs this is stifling i feel like i can't breathe yeah and i can barely move forget this man closets Closets are are for clothes. clothes Closets Are For Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. (laughs) We're here, we're on, Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. We're actually Christy Cardinal and Greg Varnum. Um, and typically, you know, it would be Dan and Meredith as well. But Dan may be calling us. He Yay. is in the midst of remodeling a bathroom. You know, what's exactly, up with that? We're not know. cool enough. Where are his priorities? I know. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> I would bring the bathroom with me to remodel. That's right. And remodel it right here. He was concerned that it may he may smell it up in here. And I was like, really? It's radio. I have radio. so many mean comments that I can make right now. Well, <laughs> but so, I'm not that mean of a person. Well, my thing was, so what if he does? It's radio. Yeah, but I think he was trying to be polite to us and not yeah, to the general. Why would he start now? I would start with my thought was. <laughs> See, this is where I was going with the things, but I just thought, no, 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 I'll rise above and yeah. not be mean. So he may be joining us on the phone a little bit. He called a few minutes ago. How are you, Greg? I'm doing good. I uh, uh, I got another award from Eastern yesterday, so they're just passing those things out like you know candy now. Apparently, what? It, tell me more about this award. Um, well, I got that one back in January, which was the Evan Strand Diversity right, Peace right. Award, and that was pretty cool. And then the one that I got uh, yesterday was the Student Employee Gold Medallion, which is the award that the Division of wow. Student Affairs gives out. Uh, so it's a big. Uh, do you, you actually, actually get a gold medallion? I was going to say, do you actually get a gold medallion? Yes, you do. What does it's, it look it, like? It's, uh, it has like this eagle. It's three-dimensional, which is pretty cool. It's not just flat. It's heavy. Uh, but it has this eagle like flying, and then it uh-huh. says Eastern, or I think it just says EMU, and then Student Affairs underneath it. But the eagle being three-dimensional is pretty neat. And it's made by a group of students on campus. It was designed wow. by students, and it's made by a class on like campus. In metallurgy? Or? Yeah, it's something like it's a some sort of class that I didn't know we had the equipment to do that. I'd be hanging out there all the time if we no got kidding. like you know, melted gold sitting around somewhere on campus. That's where I'm going to be at for the rest right. of the week. But uh, anyway, so they, yeah, they made it on campus and they do uh, a neat job with it. And it's, um, you know, I don't know when it was designed. I, I wish I had some cool history of it, but alas. It's okay. I got nothing. So. It's okay. I, it sounds really cool. 
I was theorizing that I could sell it on eBay and um, pay for tuition next year. So no, not really. possibly is it um, really gold? Yeah, is it gold. It's all gold. It's, it's, well, no, it's not all gold. It's okay. gold plated. Okay, but I think it's. So you probably really couldn't, you know, melt it down and get that much money for it. But it's fun to, to you know, you're ruining it for me as far I'm as sorry. the joking around about it being I'm sorry. of, you know, financial value. But anyway, other than that, it's, uh, you know, just, uh, just work. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been pretty busy. My, uh, yeah, just work. So I, I'm excited because this weekend, I'm not awake today for some reason. I don't know what the I deal is. I kind of get that sense from you. You seem a little sleepy. I think it's... I think it's because I didn't drink enough coffee today. Usually mm. I try to have a cup of coffee about like four or five so that I've got energy coming in here. I forgot to eat today and, and I ate before I got in here, which is good. But I had like a little bit, I guess, for breakfast, just not a normal breakfast for me. And then I skipped lunch because I kept thinking I should go to lunch. I should go to lunch and it never happened. But I got Jimmy John's before I came into the studio. And Sorry. Jimmy John's for me, I was telling you this before, mm-hmm. I, I ate a Jimmy John's every day. And that was all I ate every day. I could die happy if that's all my existence was. Tell me why. What about the Jimmy John's? Makes you so <laughs> this is going to turn into a commercial. Well, because I Jimmy John's located on. I don't eat meat or cheese, so I've oh, never eaten a Jimmy at John's. Jimmy John's. And I, so I think they have like a vegetarian thing. I'm sure they do. I also don't eat fast food, so. Okay. Well, it's just, I don't really see. I don't count it as fast food. Okay. Subs. I don't count as fast food because okay. fast food to me involves like a drive-through. No, it, more than a drive-through, it involves, you know, a hot food item that is grease is involved to get it to a point where you can get it quickly. Whereas, like a sub, a sub is just fast food because it doesn't take long to make a sub. Which I don't. Okay. Really, I mean, it's to me that's kind of like cheating with fast food. So technically, yes, it's fast and it is food, but. It's not like it was an item that you would get at a restaurant that would take longer at a restaurant than okay. if I went to Jimmy John's. Okay. Uh, but I love them. I think I, their bread is incredible. They have the, okay. the best. I sometimes got there and just bought a loaf of bread because you can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that home. Um, but I think if you if you know if you don't like mayonnaise, it might not work out so well for you. Or if you don't like bread, but they do have a, a wrap, so like for the you know to comply with the whole low the carb, carb diet thing. Weirdos. Yeah, they do have a, a response. Oh, to that. Dan's on the phone. Yay! Speaking of carb weirdos, are you there, Dan? Hey. <laughs> carb weirdos. Wait a minute. I know you're not a carb. You're the opposite of a carb weirdo. <laughs> a carb. What would a? You're a bark real. I don't know what the opposite of carb. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what carb spelled backward would be. It would be like a brack. You're a, a brack. brack weirdo. You're a brack weirdo. Not to be confused with the brat weirdos. Yes. That's definitely a different thing. So Greg got another award. He did? Yes. Yeah. What did you get an award for? Well, he already went through the story. Essentially, he got the student employee golden medallion. Oh, fantastic. Congratulations. That's pretty fancy, isn't it? It is, definitely. Yeah. It's heavy. If you want to, you know, I'm thinking of offering, I'm going to charge fees to come into my office and lift it. <laughs> like <laughs> a gym. Yeah, exactly. We'll turn it to like King Hall Gym. <laughs> That's what I'll call it. I'm going to rename my office. No longer in my whatever office. That's right. It's the King yes. Hall Gym. It's now the King Hall Gym. <laughs> so, wh- how are you, Dan? Well, we're having a special edition of Closets Over Clothes. We're doing the Bob Vila um, closets. <laughs> and good? we are c- constructing a very large closet that will contain toilets. And Because uh, um, since we got rid of all everything else that needed to come out of the closet, all the skeletons, now we have room for a bathtub. And So you're and then creating the water closet. Th- there we go. Exactly. <laughs> I've always oh. wanted to pee in my closet ever since I was a little kid. 
Craig. Not really. But <laughs> well, there would, and this would be an opportunity. I could see that being something that I would want to do. Wow, Greg. So, Every week. But yeah, so new. I wasn't able to because we were right in the middle of installing the floor, so or putting the floor on. And uh, luckily, it's a one-person job, so I get to sit back and just talk to you guys on the phone. So... Just out of curiosity, are you going to be able to like take a sledgehammer to a wall for us or some sort of really triumphant sound effect? Because, of course, we can't hear floor work being done. <laughs> so is there some other more noisy activity that can be taking place that we could really cherish the sound of? Oh, right. Exactly. I could definitely. I mean, with one of the things that um, here, I'm, I'm running to the location. And um, where they are working so hard, you know, we can we can hear the running. Hear oh. running the saw. Oh, I, look, you just okay, walked over there and pressed the button, again. didn't okay, you? And um, <laughs> and then you could be able to hear the echo of the bathroom soon. In fact, that was the toilet. That was the toilet. Can it flush yet? Oh uh, no, we have to get the floor at first. Oh, I guess that makes sense. And then if so, you walk down this hallway, you will notice the echo of the chamber of the bathroom, and they are all hard at work. Um, or hardly working. <laughs> no, heavy breathing doesn't count, guys. Um, but <laughs> that, that implies something totally different. Right. I mean, you might be paying them for something that normally, you know, they'd be you paying each other for. for. Free. Yeah. Or. <laughs> I suppose. Oh, but it is looking fabulous. I just couldn't take a break away from it too long, so I decided to call in instead. So, who did you bring in some people, or did you like kidnap five of your closest friends and putting them to work? Actually, I was one of the people that was kidnapped as a closest friend to help on the bathroom. So, this oh. isn't your bathroom? This is not even my bathroom. Can you believe it? That's dedication. Wow. Yes. Actually, um, That's it a might friend. be. I might be moving in. That is one of the reasons why I was called in. But, um, oh. but uh, so I do have some Martha Stewart um, uh, uh, contributions to the project. But the actually uh, sell and buy stocks in an illegal <laughs> scandalous way. <laughs> exactly. Or are you going to so. buy curtains at Kmart? <laughs> right, exactly. The 400 um, uh, thread <laughs> curtain. Right, 100% Egyptian cotton. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, so how are you, Christy? Well, I'm okay. You know, earlier we were just talking about uh, Greg loving Jimmy John's, and it reminded me earlier this week I was out to lunch with some friends, and I actually had this moment of saying, you know, I should just throw all these weird dietary restrictions i've placed on myself just out the window and not really worry so much about what the ingredients are in the food that i eat you know and just like go back to the way it used to be and then i was thinking about that and how just weird that would feel like i've been checking the ingredients on food for i don't know gosh and what was it why are you why were you checking them in the first place were you having like allergies or different reactions or no, moral choices. Oh, oh, okay. Moral choices, and then some of the things that I uh, I avoid eating, I do because of health, like high fructose corn syrup and hydrogenated oil and caffeine. And gotcha. Have you thought about doing like a one week trial just to see what it would be like? See, I worry that it's a slippery slope. Uh huh. That well. like I'm going to go out and have a steak and a glass of Dr Pepper, and it's all over. Woohoo! Suddenly, I'm going to be I don't know. 
Well, you're going to be quite lethargic, that's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like it was fake and then a Dr. Pepper. This is... this. I'm the, so I just have to say this really quick. This is really <laughs> bizarre. I, I'm not making this up. I swear to God. I saw a, <clears throat> a diet vanilla cherry Dr. Pepper the other day. I have seen that. What is that? I have seen that. Did someone in their lab, someone in marketing was like walking through a 7-Eleven one day and said, oh, look at all these great ingredients people are putting at Pops. Let's make one with everything. (laughs) Right. And then Dr. Pepper, which has that like... No lime? I know that was the only thing, and I did make that comment to the person that I saw drinking it, that it it was the only thing it was missing was lime. (laughs) But Dr. Pepper has already, like, developed its reputation as essentially, like, if you were to go to a Coke machine at a restaurant and just take, like, one of everything, you'd have Dr. Pepper. Right. So to then add all these other weird flavors, (laughs) you were essentially drinking a liquid sugar, as far as as I can tell. Yeah. It's like like every flavor. It's not sugar. Yeah, you might as well just... I could save you time and money and go to the store, buy corn syrup, and then get a, a... container of sugar and then a bucket of water throw in the corn syrup throw in the syrup and this would be this new dr pepper as far as i could tell you're totally yeah that's actually it would not be sugar if it's the diet it would have to be like splenda or aspartame Uh, like equal or something like that which is such a weird name for a sugar substance anyway sorry go ahead anyway so i'm not really considering this it's a fleeting thought but it just reminded me of that, like of how much easier that would be, because um, right. I because a lot of, a friend of mine refers to it as foods that fall under the umbrella of my dietary choices. They're, they're, they're they can be limited sometimes. <laughs> you should like open your own market. I could, I could make shopping for yourself a lot easier. It would. It would make shopping for myself amazingly easy. Um, yeah, that would actually. I might just do that. I've often <laughs> thought about opening a restaurant. Oh. Of having some sort of, yeah. You could well, you a, do the cooking for the house already. Right, so I could just cook some more. Right. You could just call it Cardinals and have the mascot be a bird. You know, Cardinals restaurant with a little bird. Everybody in my family that owns a business, that's exactly what it is. Really? Everybody in my entire family. Well, so you got to follow suit. Yeah, I would just have to be just like them. Yes, you would. Yeah, because, you know, I think that somebody in my family owns a car dealership and another somebody else owns, like, realty, and it's all... You could offend the rest stuff. of them because it's a restaurant, call it Flaming Cardinals. Oh. And then have the cardinal, yeah, like, be on fire. The have its tail on fire or <laughs> yeah. something and it's trying to put it out. Or just have, you know, figure out what a cardinal would look like if you roasted it and cooked it and have that be the... Yeah, really, I wouldn't do no. that. Um. <laughs> but, so it was just the Jimmy Johns was reminding me of it. Like, I... You know, people often ask me, like, why don't you eat that? Why don't you eat this? Why don't you eat that? And so asking you, Greg, about the Jimmy John's is like, why do you eat that? Why does that taste good to you? It's kind of the same thing because it's like so outside of the things that I eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like well, we've often had this discussion in my family. Um, I my partner's brother is the pickiest eater I have ever met in my life. I'm not like he pretty much eats chicken, breast only no bone no skin steak no fat no bone mashed potatoes and corn like that and like maybe some kfc or some mcdonald's sometimes those are the things that he eats like wow he doesn't eat tomatoes he doesn't eat onions he has this whole list of things but her family my partner's family um makes concessions for him all over the place they're like well we can't make it with onions because then he won't like it or they'll make these like cheesecake and he he has this thing with cheesecake topping, the cherry 
topping stuff that he likes the the filling the goo but not the actual cherries so they will literally pick the cherries out to make him a cheesecake right and they they call us freaks and weirdos because we don't eat meat (laughs) see my family in contrast because they're mean spirited i think in my opinion there's like certain vegetables that i don't like and so when we make stuffing for thanksgiving and i just found this out a couple years ago and i've been bitter about it ever since they take the vegetables that i don't like and instead of excluding them because i am in the minority they just dice them smaller so that i won't notice them that's my family solution (laughs) oh someone doesn't like something so we'll we'll just make it small hoping that they won't pick up on the fact that it's actually in there yeah Yeah. well see my i have two sisters that uh cook very very differently i have one sister who's very precise i mean she gets even the knife out, like for flour, and it says three cups of flour. She will scoop the flour, take a knife, and level it out, and like we'll do precise measurements, um, even like with teaspoons and tablespoons of stuff. Um, but then my other sister has all her spices on like a carousel, and she like spins the carousel, grabs something, throws it in, and then puts it back. And, and her thing is, you have to pick three spices, but she can never tell you what it was. Um, and so when you ask her, like, gosh, this is really good. How did you make it? What did you use? She really couldn't tell you. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Huh. I have friends who cook like that. Yeah. That they never make the same dish twice. And, and that's what reminded me, because my sister one time made, I think it was like a, um, uh, like a stuffing. And she was like, going through it or whatever, and she had different kinds of things in there, like apricots and stuff. And she says, you know, it just doesn't look pretty enough. So she went to her freezer and pulled out blueberries because it needed some blue. <laughs> so, I mean, you never really know what, like uh, Thanksgiving, what her meals uh-huh. are going to be like. It needs more blue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put a little blue in there. <laughs> There's just it's enough blue around. in this dinner. I don't know. Do we have some blue food dye or something? What are some So, Dan, as a follow-up to last week, how is the dating scene? Is there Are there any updates? Well, the dating, it's been very interesting because one of the things I, I, I took to heart was the very first thing of, like, well, what am I looking for in a partner? And, and so I've been kind of, like, interviewing people and asking people, <laughs> like, what... You know, what is it that you look for in a partner? Or what did you, um, what do you, what, what is it that you found in your partner that you, that was a discovery for you? Because um, I thought, you know, if I'm going to be going on a search, I'm going to have to know what I'm searching for. Makes sense, huh? Yeah, it does. Oh, okay. um, and it's very quiet on my end. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and um, I don't have the luxury of seeing your guys is looking at you like, oh, my God. <laughs> we were doing that. This? So I've been kind of like, <laughs> different people, like, you know, because, like, in, in fact, also with, like, descriptions. You know, I was like, I want someone who is, who is interested in doing physical activity. Um, and but I'm going to say, Aren't yes, is, is, is a, um, into physical activity. So I thought, like, I'd say <laughs> something who's, who's athletic. Well, there was a little bit of a debate at, at a dinner party I went to this weekend where it was like, well, well, what is it you really mean by athletic? That they play on basketball teams? That they go swimming with you? What, you know, or, they're, are they're, or they really watch a lot of sports on TV? I mean, what is it that you mean by athletic? And uh, how the different terms of, of – uh, and so I, I was kind of like, this is really interesting. So, you know, it's maybe – so I've got to really figure out, like, uh, what do I mean by – like, if, if I say fitness or um, – uh, and, and just, like, little things, because I'm not looking for somebody who is, like, that bodybuilder, you know, uh, every cut little muscle, every muscle is bigger than it normally should be, except for one. But anyway, uh, but that's, you know. Dan. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh and God. then it was one of those things where I just, um, 
so I was kind of interested to find out, like, what... So I, they don't have to be like that. They just have to be, you know, into, like, some type of physical activity. And so it's been kind of a very interesting <laughs> process so far, talking to people. You kind of want that to be... <laughs> going off Christie's comment, you want that to be a two physical activities, right? Right. At least two. At least two. They have to be into two? That's yours? No, Dan. <laughs> Never think, mind. Think about think <laughs> oh, about one gotcha. physical yeah, activity exactly. that might be an inevitable part of the relationship. <laughs> well, okay, that is a given. <laughs> so really, you want there to be two. Oh. Do you just, we could figure out the, you know, we need a blackboard in here. We do, we need something. Or like a dry something. erase board, not like the side of chalk, but a dry erase board. And yeah, something to, to draw, draw, diagrams. draw guess, pictures, because Dan's not very quick, apparently. <laughs> Well, so you're working on that list, and you're going to then do something with that list, I take it. Well, right, exactly. Then once I figure out what it is that I'm looking for, um, then it's a matter of, okay, so now how do I, then what mo- you know, um, mode of uh, looking for or searching for this person am I going to use? Right. So we should, we should put out a call for people to email what they are looking for or what yeah they... tell us what you're looking what you look for in a partner or what you found in or your what partner. you found in your partner you can email us at closets at wcbn.org uh, and all of us will get that and we'll review it we'll share it with dan because yeah. he needs some assistance with that you know dan y- you haven't asked either greg or i this question that's right so what is it that you guys look for in a partner you can go ahead greg uh, I you mean, know, obviously there was one that you just discovered recently, Greg. Well, I was thinking about it before I actually I met uh, Cameron. I was thinking about it, and I posted on my website, because I have a, a personal website that I blog on, um, and I posted on mine these certain characteristics that I was looking for, and I don't remember how it came up, but somebody had asked me that uh, a fairly similar question, and I can't remember exactly what I put on there, and boy, would this ever have been great if I could. But I remember some of the things that were on there that I think were not typical is I realize that I do a lot better with somebody who is shy. Uh, I, I do like somebody who's introverted as opposed to somebody who's extroverted. I don't know why, mm. but for whatever reason, if the person is shy, um, and then also somebody's intelligence, I can't handle being in a relationship and I've ended relationships where I felt like there wasn't intelligent conversation taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, so intelligence was an important thing. Uh, that was one of those on my list too. Yes. Intelligence. Yes. Yeah. And then, I have some other little things that are a little bit more, you know, of a physical, what I look for, but um, those are slightly more... Um, Objectifying? Yes. And, and there's, <laughs> there, and there's a lot less, to be perfectly honest, there are a lot less, they're a lot more flexible. Hmm. Right. It's an interesting word. Yeah. Uh, the other ones are slightly more rigid as far as what I would be looking for. Intelligence like, and shy are kind of... Hard. Yeah, and there were other ones. I mean, it's They're not just values. those aren't like it's not just the only things that I would look for is intelligence and shy, uh, and also like uh, an open-minded person. Like I can't stand people who it's it seems it cracks me up people who um, you just like you're talking with them and they're completely unwilling to enter into their mind what you're saying. And I, to be perfectly honest, I factored that it was an intelligence thing, which is probably unfair of mm-hmm. me. But I see that as an f- intelligence thing that if you can't listen to somebody else and objectify and you know enter their en- argument and is valid then i would write you off as just as stupid as somebody who you know can't add one plus one um right mm-hmm. but i would sort of add that as a something that people often and fall into intelligence right I but logic remember what was on this list you know maybe they can be able to empathize with the person and also have some logic right 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 yes but those are some of the things that i look for 
And what about you, Christy? Well, um, I definitely would have to always would look for someone and am with someone who's a feminist. That's mm. like of primary importance to me, as is um, uh, someone who's actively anti-racist. That that's both of those things are very important. Um, and equal, now, wait and, a minute. Can I can I ask you a couple questions on that? Because yeah. that would that would be like, well, what is because feminist means many different things to different people. Uh-huh. And, and and I found that anti-racist even means different things to different people. Yeah. And it's, I wouldn't define that for anybody. Okay. I think it's their definition of it. Okay. Um, I think that I would be more... Someone who has similar definition of what a feminist is or... Not even or, necessarily similar. Okay. But just, I mean, yeah, the, just that they have it, that's how they define themselves and they have a definition for it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um... And also of equal importance to those, believe it or not, is fun. They have to be funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good sense of humor. Yeah. Good sense of humor. Not just a good sense of humor like they can laugh at a good joke, but they can crack a good joke. Right. Like, I need both of those things. Okay. Um, and I have found that. Um, little, a lot of people don't know it, that my partner is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Because she does not give it, a, she does not tip her hand in that way very often. Um, right. But she often makes me laugh until I have tears in my eyes. So, um, what else, what are other things? Um, I don't really, uh, let's see. Well, this, intelligence is important. Um, somebody who has ambition is also important, but ambition is a very broad thing. Like I don't have a, they must desire to be the CEO of a fortune 500 company. Like not that kind of ambition, but just that they see themselves going places and doing things. Right. I guess. Um, and that's really all of the, like, that's the the major ones, I think. I also like someone who keeps a clean house. Yes. I found my list, by the way. You did? I did. Let's see it. <laughs> Let's hear it. I had uh, uh, cute, smart, interested in current events, shy, not too old, sorry, uh, a gay male, because I figured that was sort of an obvious, and uh, a cuddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, if you... By extension, the cuddler thing. I don't really care about the cuddling, but somebody who likes to have sex. That I mean, like, doesn't just have it, yeah. but really enjoys it. Yeah. See, for me, to be honest, this is maybe more about my sex I know, life we've really talked about this before, that you should be with my partner, because you guys agree on that. Yeah, that I would much rather a good night of cuddling over... A, I mean, it could be ungodly good, like, shaking the building good <laughs> sex... And I still think, to be perfectly honest, I would probably prefer to have a night of cuddling. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I, I, don't, I don't know. There's got to be some weird psychological, like, maybe I wasn't hugged enough as a child. And I have no idea what it is. <laughs> but for whatever reason, you know, uh, even the best sex I've ever had in my entire life would Doesn't compare to cuddling all night Doesn't compare long. to cuddling. Huh. I do. I mean, I don't mind the cuddling, but it's not. It's definitely number two for me. Okay. On that list of that ranking order of sex and cuddling. Gotcha. And somebody I was actually really insulted with somebody the other day that I was mentioning that to said, oh, well, you probably just haven't had good enough sex then. And I was like, whoa, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you make assumptions? <laughs> well, then we, we, I put him in his place later and it turned out that, in fact, he was probably reflecting he a little bit projecting. more. Yes, he was projecting his slightly more. His own than lack else. of the good loving. Yes. So those are some of the things I could, you know, given more time could in a, in a real conversation about this with you. Not right. like that this is fake. Right, right, right. But 
it's time limited, of course. Right. Exactly. Um, could like, probably what we're come to explore. Up- like, what does he mean by ambition? What is it? Right. Because that was one of the things I also did. I put, I put like driven, and then I was thinking like career driven. But then someone confronted me and said, "Well, what if they're at the point of where where they like, you know, they're 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 happy with their where They've they're already at. driven there." Yeah, and and I was just like, well, I you know I was looking for something a little bit more, but I like how you said ambition, that they're ambitious, that well, they, that they, that you know I know they don't have to be a CEO or own their own company or, but uh, but are interested in in improving themselves is what I was more looking for, it's something that they're always looking to better themselves mm-hmm. and learn more about them, and so. Uh, but I, then I was trying to say that with a career, but um, I like how you said ambitious or um, self-introspective. Self in, is that a word? Introspective? Introspective is a word. Yeah. Okay. Somebody who, like, analyzes themselves and... Oh, yeah, or just, like, you know, can, is willing to grow and learn and things like that. So. Yeah. So. Do you mean that in, like, a touchy-feely, new-agey kind of way or just in a, like... We all have room to grow. We all have room to grow. Because I think that they need to make that distinction because there's a whole population of people out there that are all about, you know, crystals and and Yanni music and like they think that and talk about that as personal growth. Right. So. Right. Right. And that might be a way for them to be able to have the personal growth. Absolutely. But, um, but um, But having them have an understanding of what that, what that means is important to me. Yeah. So. Or having a ways to a means of of uh, having a um, increasing their self knowledge or awareness of themselves. So, but yeah, so it's been kind of an interesting so far trying to uh, uh, figure out how people choose and talking to different couples mm-hmm. and and what their thoughts are and and um, and what they were looking for. I'd be curious to hear what my partner has to say. You should ask her. Okay. All right. Next time I see her, I, I, I will. I will do so. Well, I think you should call her right now. Oh, okay. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> and off they go. Hard <laughs> to be heard from again. Well, I'm really excited about our guest, so I think we should move on. And who is our guest? Our guest is Amber Wisehum. Yes. All right. I had to write me a little key code to how to say your last name. Um, Wisem, who is the co-chair of the Ann Arbor Coalition Against Rape, which is the organizing body for Take Back the Night, which is happening very, very soon. In fact, when is it happening? It's actually going to be on April 8th, which is a Friday at about 7 p.m. at the U of M Diag. That is so cool. It's very soon. It's like a week from Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit more. What is Take Back the Night? Take Back the Night, this is our 26th year of doing it here uh, in Ann Arbor, and it's a march to uh, promote awareness about violence against women, uh, sexualized violence, and to try to get rid of it. Well, that's a very succinct and, like... Right yeah, I've written a lot answer. of press like, releases so far. I like and that. <laughs> <laughs> Put a lot of thought into that. Yeah, doing that will make you come up with a, you know, a 20-word answer to that question. Um, so, and what is the Ann Arbor Coalition Against Rape? Uh, it's sort of the grassroots organization that puts this whole thing on. Um, we work together, too, with uh, the University Women Against Rape, which is affiliated with the university. Um, but I want to make it clear that it's, you know, a community-wide event. Even though it's held on the Diag, um, that's just a nice place for people to meet. But we want everybody mm-hmm. involved. Great. Um, so what goes into making an event like this? A lot of planning. <laughs> you know this. Yes, I do. Um, we've been meeting since uh, January 
25th, I think. And, you know, we've been meeting every week and sort of figuring out what we need to do. Um, Next year should be a little easier. We're going to do a little uh, standard operating procedure for whoever does it next year. Um, But we had to get permits and, you know, raise money. Uh, Lots and lots of bucket driving. You may have seen us. Mm-hmm. around town yeah and you may see them again you yes. see us again um this weekend and next weekend so as you're tooling around town during hash bash make sure you find somebody mm-hmm. with a big bucket and drop a couple bucks in it is it a certain color bucket or is it you know um <laughs> i actually used a detergent bucket last last weekend okay uh it could be a blue bucket but you the, there's a sign on the bucket and um okay. we're very friendly Come and talk to us, and we'll give you all the yeah. info. You won't bite. No, nope. they won't. I don't bite. think so. They won't bite. <laughs> um, so, when you say that the Ann Arbor Coalition Against Rape is a grassroots coalition kind of organization, like I just want to clarify that for folks. There's a lot of organizations that claim that claim that title of grassroots. Mm-hmm. Um, hands down, this is the most grassroots co- organization I have ever been involved with. Um, the, when we talk about the bucket driving fundraising, like that pays for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not like there's some font of money grant writing thing going on at all. No. It's people giving a buck, two bucks into a bucket on a street corner that really pays for this. And the folks who are on the organizing committee, I mean, it's a couple of students, mm-hmm. a couple of, um, people who work in the field of ending violence against women and a couple of people who just want to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, a wide range of people, wide, wide range of people. Um, so it is very much a, a grassroots thing and, um, encourage if you're interested in really seeing grassroots organizing, you know, in action to get involved next year. Yeah. Um, we we need planning. people next year. Every year we raise money for the next year. Um, so, you know, it, it's not so crazy to try to raise money for this year. Um, so that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, ev- we're, we're trying to meet every January. So if you're interested, you can always contact us at tbtn2005 slash info at umich.edu, excuse me. And um, we can give you all that good stuff. Yeah, that's great. And I want to make a call out to all the men as well. Um, because yes. I think that um, this coalition... Um, to prevent rape uh, is, uh, would be something that men, w- it's valuable for men to get involved with as well and not leave it just to women to deal mm-hmm. with. And, and men are, um, since 1999, have been allowed to march um, with us and be at the rally. There's also an, an alternative men's event that's put on by Men Against Violence Against Women um, right around the same time. And it's, it's sort of a discussion group, which is really great. Right. And I mean, that's kind of like with the fundraising is, you know, I meant for the mending involved with fundraising. Oh, yeah. We'd, l- we'd love to have more people Absolutely. involved. And giving more, you know, um, information out, not necessarily in the march, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. We're, we're in the process of flyering right now. <laughs> so yes. if anybody out there is interested in, you know, sticking up a few flyers around town or even in the neighboring communities, that would be great. Sure. What can folks, Amber, what can folks expect at the rally and at the march this year? Well, at the rally this year, it's going to start, like I said, at 7. We are going to um, have the mayor speaking. And we, uh, sorry, I'm looking at this thing. Try to find out what the heck we're Which doing. I tried to steal for a second because I was going to look at something and then we're like, wait a second, she might want that. She might need to read that. <laughs> yeah, That's probably the reason she it, brought this putting it in front of her. Anyway, um, 
We are also going to be having, um, like I said, the mayor come by and do a little speech. We're going to have some great bands um, and singers. Kate Peterson, Sarah Cleaver, and Lazy Sunday are going to be playing. All familiar yeah. names to us. Yes. They have all, all been them. on the show. Every one of them. Yeah. And there's also a familiar name for the uh, keynote speaker. Christy Who Gardner. is that? <laughs> she says yeah. it such a way that... <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to do this. It's um, one of the highlights of doing the work that I do is being able to be involved in things like this. So I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. Um, and if you don't get enough listening to me on Closets <laughs> Are For Clothes, you can hear me at Take Back the Night. Which is definitely Friday. not enough. There's never That's enough, true. Christy. That's right. That could be the show's new motto. <laughs> Closets are for clothes because there's never enough, Christy. That's right. That's right. Um, so that the rally sounds excellent. Um, and then the march will happen. Um, what sort of stuff is gonna? Are we expecting from the march? Well, the march is gonna start right after. I'm hoping it'll start at eight, but we'll, we'll see when it gets off. That's my plan. Um, we're gonna march around the city. We're gonna have uh, signs available for people. Um, we do chants, which are all in the program, so you don't have to memorize any of them. Um, and there's also a silent portion of the march um, that's really powerful every year. I love that part of it, mm-hmm. um, where we walk down um, you know, the street. We're all quiet. We're sort of a show of solidarity. It's great. Mm-hmm. And then we come back together, and it's sort of a little celebration. Yeah, it sounds excellent. Were you about to say something, Greg? I have a, a, a question that you could kick me or scream at me for later <laughs> preferably later so when when you guys are talking about the the, the you know the, the mo- movement against rape mm-hmm. how broad do you go with defining rape or how i mean do you because i know there's been some a lot of discussion about uh, a lot of the coalitions focus on rape against women and they don't tend to focus on rape against men because it's not as often right yeah. am i opening a pandora's box i'm just no, sort of, okay no no i don't think so i mean in in 1999, when we sort of, or 2000 was really when um, we, the group decided that men should really be a part of the march. And what we said was that we wanted anyone who'd been sexually assaulted to come, anyone who um, wanted to support someone who'd been sexually assaulted, mm-hmm. and anyone, um, uh, it, it, as long as, as they had some sort of connection to this, we'd love to have them. So we definitely don't want to make a distinction that it's, it's only perpetrated against women, um, but that for years has been the focus. Um, okay. So we're sort of sticking with that, um, but we don't want to be totally exclusive. So it's kind of a new trend then that you're talking about. It is, about. yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's important to, to call out about that is that um, that all rape happens because of misogyny and sexism. Even rape against men happens because of misogyny and the patriarchy and all of those things. And so... Um, and men are hurt by patriarchy and sexism as well. So we need right. to, we need to, um, that, well, that to me is why it's important to include everyone. Um, well, how are men hurt by, by misogyny? Oh gosh, Dan, I don't think we have enough time to talk about that. But, oh, okay. We'll do that another show. Um, <laughs> well, one of the things, I mean, the very first sort of response to that is that, you know, all men have women in their lives. Mm-hmm. everyone's affected by this so everyone is affected by it um you know i'm sure there might be one man out there somewhere who doesn't have any women in his live life but i doubt it that there there are a lot of them um so it is definitely something that people experience maybe not personally but they know someone who has 
Um, and that is like, I guess the, the primary answer. The, oh, sorry, Greg, what are you going to say? No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and the other thing is that, um, that, you know, men are caught up and trained into this cult of masculinity. Mm-hmm. And that is very, detri- that's very harmful to men. Mm-hmm. Um, because not only do men perpetrate the vast majority of violence against women, they also perpetrate the vast majority of violence against other men. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. Um, so it's really important to, to bear those two things in mind when we're talking about why everyone is affected by sexism and misogyny. And the statistics um, tell us that one in four women and one in six men will experience a sexual assault in their lifetime. The majority of um, males that are sexually assaulted are, and I forgive me, I don't have a site for this statistic, are assaulted before the age of 18. Um, and in fact, that's true almost all, um, or I'm sorry, not almost all, the vast majority of females who are sexually assaulted are sexually assaulted before the age of 21. So, I mean, it's very much about, about that. And so, um, in actually before like sixth grade, I think, um, boys and girls have an equal incidence rate. Mm. It's only after like puberty that it start, you start to notice a difference in the, in the incidence rate. Mm. Um, but yeah. So mm. does that answer your question? Yes. And you're right. It, it, it's, it's a it's a much larger larger issue than we can talk about in ten fifteen minutes. But right. yeah, I mean, I think just in the in the the fighting for ranking and the power and the control. Right, power um, and control is excellent words to use. You know, I think that that's something that um, and and I think the other thing is is that I think every uh, man out there, if they are even if they are surrounded by all men, uh, they have a mom, mm-hmm. and their mom is affected by this. Right. So someone gave birth to them. So. Right. Well, I think it, it was, and you kind of hit on this as well, but what I was thinking about is we talk about with sissyphobia and when, mm-hmm. when males have certain characteristics or when they exhibit behavior that is often associated with females. Well, if there's, you know, uh, hatred towards those actions, because oftentimes that's what a lot of this is, right. then that can also mask over to males who participate in those actions mm-hmm. or males who, partic- who, have, who match those characteristics. Right. So it's not always... I think it's a much more of a gender issue than it is a sex issue, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you have people of both sexes who match some of the characteristics of that gender, then it's a violence against both the sexes, which is something we tend right. to mm-hmm. kind of right. dismiss. Which is when I often talk about, I interchange saying, you know, violence against women and gender-based violence. Because to me, I agree very much that it's about gender um, mm-hmm more than anything else um but that brings me to the next question i wanted to ask you actually um we've we've kind of touched on this a little bit but what is why should we be talking about take back the night on an lgbt radio show what's the relevance to us well um you know i didn't know the answer to this question so i went online (laughs) Um, honesty (laughs) i'll admit it um what i found was that uh 25 to 33 percent of uh LGBT relationships um, may be abusive, and which is about the same percentage of um, same-sex or opposite-sex couples. So um, this is definitely in the lives of um, everyone. You know that there there could be the chance of walking down the street and being assaulted, or you know, for the protection of people at night. And you know, some people have asked me about that. Why do you still call it "Take Back the Night"? Don't you know that most um, assault sexual assaults happen? from people that they know. And I mean, you still have to worry um, about 
being out at night. I mean, women are given mm-hmm. more precautions. You know, you need to be safe. This is what you need to do to take care of yourself. Um, and that, I think that kind of goes across um, gender lines as well, that, you know, people are worried about this. It still happens in relationships, but we, we can't discount the other thing as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is where, um, for, for me, when, when I think about this in a big picture sort of way, and that part of the whole reason that rape is perpetrated, that sexual assault is perpetrated, is to make everyone afraid. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we're afraid of is being out at night. So when we take back the night, we're kind of puncturing the balloon of that fear. Oh, yeah. you know? And that, that, I mean, yeah, of course, most, of, most sexual assaults happen in the context of some sort of relationship. But, mm-hmm. but all of those sexual assaults are happening to perpetuate fear mm-hmm. for everyone. Oh, yeah. Um, so... That's definitely uh, a good point. What are you going to say, Dan? Nope. Sorry, we're hammering now. They said that might be what you might be hearing. Oh. Yeah, it's like, Dan wants to chime in. He's banging the... <laughs> <laughs> He's banging on the table. Banging on the table. Well, that you... He's hitting his head up against something. It's um, disagreement. <laughs> could you let us know again um, the details, when it's happening, where it's happening? Sure. Uh, it's on April 8th, which is... Is that next Friday? It is next oh Friday. Gosh, that's okay. I'm, I'm a little panicked too. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> um, and it's going to be at 7 p.m. at the U of M Diag. Um, you'll see us. We'll have, I think, like 14 tables, tons of stuff. There'll be a drummer there to sort of bring you in. Um, f- feel free to look for any of the organizers. We're going to be wearing um, orange vests. Um, and cool t-shirts. And cool t-shirts. We'll be selling t-shirts. Yeah, we'll be selling we t-shirts We have a good design well. this year, so if you're interested... Yeah, and, and if you if you can't make it to the event but still want a cool T-shirt, is there a way to be able to get a cool T-shirt? Definitely. Um, and you, I know we can't mention prices, but yeah, um, you can actually email me. And can I give my email? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. it's a w e i s h e i at umich dot edu, and I'll put you on the list and get you a T-shirt if you give me your contact info. Yeah, and they're going to be in many colors. The T-shirts will be in many yes. colors and many sizes. Great. Um, so, yeah. The other thing is you had mentioned that there will be signs available for folks. And so if I was interested in making some of those signs, Ooh. what could I do? We are going to have a sign making party on uh, April 6th, which is the Wednesday right before, from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Sork Banner Room, which is on the fourth floor of the Union. Um, anybody's welcome. We'd love to have more people. There's going to be uh, tons of poster board and markers and I think I'm going to bring some chocolates. Ooh. See? Mm. Yeah. Free candy to make signs. Not too shabby. There's chocolate. Yeah. There's I also... figured I could bribe people into yeah, coming at least. I almost go to the yeah. ends of the earth for chocolate. <laughs> and Dan, there will be power tools. Because there will be a staple there. gun. It won't be actually be a power tool. You won't plug it into anything, but close enough. For Dan right. Vila. For Dan Vila, right. That's right. Dan Stewart. <laughs> Dan Stewart Vila. Well, I will be taking back the night and in that power of using the, of those tools. Right. There you go. There you go. And then Thursday, <laughs> the night between the sign making and, and the march and rally, there's also something pretty special happening. Yes. Uh, speak Out is going to be, um, forgive me, I forget which room it is. Do you remember? The Kunzel the- Room. Kunzel Room. That's right. And what uh, does one do at a Speak Out? Anyone's welcome. And what it is, is you have a, the option to get up and sort of speak and tell your story um, about sexual assault or how you've been affected by sexual assault, either directly or indirectly. Um, and it's a really supportive environment. There will be counselors available. And it's a great way to, uh, you know, 
talk about this, but in a really safe space. So I, I welcome anybody who'd like to come. And that's going to be at 7 p.m. Um, there at the Union. On Thursday the 7th. Yep. In the Kunzel Room. Kunzel. K-U-E-N-Z-E-L. <laughs> right, right. Well, again, for more information, um, the, the email address that you gave earlier is tbtn2005 dash mm-hmm. dash info at umish.edu um and amber gets that email and she'll be happy to I'll pass right on back any to information you. that you need to know amber thank you so much for yes. coming to the station <laughs> for tonight and coming to the show um and i am very much looking forward to take back the night as i think many of our listeners are and hopefully we'll see a lot of you there i did have a nightmare last night that i suddenly was speaking to an empty diag Oh. having a little I've performance anxiety we should talk yeah that it was an <laughs> well see what it's actually quite humorous i actually dreamt that it was raining which oh, is no. bad enough right but there were only like eight people there and they were all sitting down on the wet concrete and i channeled my mother and said you guys should not be sitting on wet concrete you're gonna get hemorrhoids you're gonna get hemorrhoids i actually said that in my in while it take back the night and so they all stood up and moved to the grass which is no longer i mean that's really not anywhere near the diag mm-hmm. and so suddenly i was speaking to an empty diag so i would really rather that not happen that's right I hope that the doesn't happen. Rain, Everyone should come out. The hemorrhoids or the... The rain I could li- live with more so than the empty diag. Okay. I think we'll be okay with rain. I th- yeah. We've I got tents. We've and got we're tents. going to be feeling so empowered by that that we'll be standing anyway, so we wouldn't have to worry about sitting on the on the diag. Go- yeah. Nobody's ever sat. I've never seen... I don't know where that came from. Because there's also drumming that happens, yeah, and yep. there's cheering and screaming, and uh-huh. I mean, it's a really, a really a powerful event if, you, if, if someone has not seen seen one yet and uh, would like to at least be in the, on the sidelines and cheer people as they're going by and right. taking back the night. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, Amber, thank you so much. And um, all the cool kids will be there. So you should go Great. to take back the night as well. Uh, again, it's April 8th at 6 p- 7 p.m. I've had that block all enti- the entire season. Um, April 8th at 7 p.m. on the Diag. Thanks again, Amber. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Well, there's a little bit of news out and about in the universe. Do you want to talk about what you got going on over there, Greg? Oh, we've got all kinds of news. Do you want to just do the the real quick headline ones? Yeah. Okay, we'll just do headlines real quick. So these are some some <clears throat> some some gay headlines for you. The queerified right. headlines. Queerified headlines. The queer dar. Pithy queer comments afterwards. Pithy queer. So right here in 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 our area, there's uh, some news going around about a lesbian couple that was forbidden to attend a Catholic parish. Now I do want to. Th- there's a plenty of details going around uh, about this all over, and um, Triangle Foundation is the one who released this information. So if you go to their website, which is tri dot org, you can read all about it. I do want to. Make Make the comment though that they, you know, a real quick summary of this is: is they were a new couple in the area, and they well, they weren't newly a couple. I think they were new to the area. Maybe be a better way of putting it. And they went to this church and said, you know, we'd like some envelopes to donate. And they kind of got the runaround. And then finally, they got on the phone with the priest, and the priest said, "You're not welcome here." They did find a bunch of other Catholic churches that will were welcome. So I want you to know that they did find a Catholic church. And if you want to find out information on what church they went to, yeah, it's Saint Basil, actually, Saint Basil. The Great Catholic Church in East Point. So you send them props. Yeah. So uh, you know they're. Uh, but it, it. Say Basil. Say Basil is the one that let them in. Yes. Okay. Saint yes. Joan of Arc Catholic Church is the one that would not let them in. in. Saint Clair Shore, which ironically enough has a motto of 
all are welcome, which I think is really funny. That's pretty funny. Anyway, so some other news for you. Uh, Utah gay marriage ban blocks benefits. University workers are told, and this is a sort of a similar thing to what we saw from Mike Cox, only this was very specific. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just have a really hard time saying Mike Cox without somebody laughing. Um, anyway, so uh, it's very similar to what Mike Cox did here in Michigan, except this was actually specifically directed at uh, the universities. And right, the so it's a little more Kind of more like slap in your face. Right. Whereas this one, the one that we got from Mike Cox, as, as annoyed as we were with it, um, actually did leave a, some, some loopholes as far mm-hmm. as we can tell. And was not super, super direct. So that was a positive thing. And then Chrissy, I think you've got... Yeah, I have a... Uh, sadly, incredibly sadly, um, the head of the LGBT liaison office at the Washington DC police force or mayor's office. I'm not really clear actually which one it is was found murdered in her home this morning. Um, her name was Wanda Alston and, um, her, Oh, actually it was last Friday. Well, then I had bad news. Sorry. I had false news. It was actually on Friday, um, that she was found murdered in her home and a hate crime is, is suspected, but they don't have a lot of information right now. You can get more information about that if you want to follow it at the Washington blade.com. It's that's the story that or the paper that's reporting it. And then, uh, one last little bit, and this is our, our, I think our last story for, Oh, we have one more news story after this one. Uh, this is one that I like to call karma. I think this is it just is. It's, it's just perfect karma. And I love the way that the LGBT media has been covering this because uh, this is actually something that was on Planet Out Network, but I've also seen it on The Advocate and uh, some other news sources. A former official for the Boy Scouts of America, who I believe was their director of programs. Oh, cracks me up. Go ahead. Did you hear? Yeah. So <laughs> this is a guy who was a former high-level official within the Boy Scouts of America, and he was one of the people who was very supportive of gays being thrown out of the Boy Scouts. He has rec- he wrote a letter recently. Yeah, he he had he resigned from his job, uh, you know, resi- retired, resigned um, earlier this year, and now today he pleaded guilty to one charge charge of exchanging and possessing child pornography. So, in a perfect world of karma, this person, and you know, I don't know if it was if it was. They're not, I haven't read anything specifically saying if it was male pornography or female pornography or anything like that. So I'm not getting down to say that this guy was ultimately some, you know, gay person or some... But I think the irony of this is, is that now well, somebody who's been working in youth community who'd been adamantly against our community is now getting his own and will well, be the, doing some prison yeah, time. The argument is that the reason why you shouldn't let gays be around your kids, two reasons, unsafe, is that they yeah. recruit and that they're unsafe, that they'll be, um, that, you know, gay folks are sexual predators for children. And when the fact of the matter is that the overwhelming majority, like over it's 90%, 90 it, it's 99 or no, sorry, 98% of pedophiles are straight men, yes. straight white men. In straight, fact, yes. A lot of them are white men. So, you know, it's kind of a, it's a myth. And so I really love this story. You know, he's, I don't know. I think it's, I'm sad that there were children that were, you know, perpetrated against in this, but right. also think it's awesome that. 
But I think that that's what angers me most. I mean, I think, I mean, I laugh at the story, and I think that it's just like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that they're doing this. But what also angers me is it's that they, they, that folks um, are 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 putting um, a set of of saying that how immoral I am and how immoral um, uh, of a of a life I must be leading and how horrible of a person I am and and will go to any lengths to be able to uh, to to hurt me, but yet then they don't do their own checking in and and figure out for themselves about what it really is moral. It's just like the situation that happened um, with the Shivo case where I can't remember her first name. Terry. Uh, Terry. Mm-hmm. That, that with Terry is that this right to life person um, held up a gun uh, a gun store to get a gun so that he could go save Terry Shivo um, and and bring and and help her stay alive. By the way, an interesting side note: both the father of Terry Shivo and Tom Delay both have relatives, close relatives, that they pulled the plug on. Just isn't an interesting. Oh note. wow! Yeah, but I guess the thing is, is that like, what is he going to use the gun for? To kill right. somebody to kill so somebody. he could be able to save someone's life? I mean, right. the iron, the ironic, you know, of all the different events that they're doing, it's kind of like, come on, people! Before you start taking my inventory, why don't you start taking your own, your own spiritual inventory, and figuring out what what's really going on? Well, the other thing with the Terry Shivo case is that it's not really been widely talked about that the reason she's in a coma is because her heart stopped because she's bulimic and that instead of addressing that root cause of you know and changing the culture this jacked up beauty myth that makes women mutilate their bodies and now and men are that's growing among men as well that we're going to talk about about this not that i'm bitter about it at all (laughs) but instead we're going to talk about you know maintaining the the breath of a brain dead body in a nursing home you know i mean it's yeah i'm sorry i'm laughing over here because i'm sorry this is very mean and i probably shouldn't say this on the air but i'm going to is the fact that she's bulimic because she was starving herself so now we pulled the plug on her <laughs> right. oh i totally caught that irony I'm so sorry yeah now we're not feeding her um, right right Oh. Yeah, well, really quickly before we go, we have something we need to tease up a little bit. Yes. Something exciting is and then, happening. And then we'll end it on a really we'll positive note. We'll end it on note. a really positive note. So what's going on the, on that uh, internet there, Greg? So we've got a, uh, we've been we've been jokingly saying that we were going to get a webpage for the show for, for as long at as I've least, been even a guest. So, yeah. yeah. So for quite a while. And, and then we finally got our high knees into high gear and actually did something. Which so, is incredible. It's really hot. It's so very cool. It's not done. So this is why we're teasing it but we will let you see it even though it's not done but don't go there and be like oh my goodness are they ever you know oh do they need to do some work here because yeah we we, we got that already uh, right. but if you want to check out what we're working on go to closets on the and it's all one word so that's closets on the and i actually even posted something just from today's show uh while we were talking i put up the i was mentioning the things that i had had on my website of my type so i went ahead and uh, put that on there. i'll put mine on there too so if you go to to my webpage, you can see that I put up my type, and then I was also showing this um, p- uh, cartoon to Christy earlier, so I threw that up there. And this is a cartoon. I, I don't want to tell you what it is. You should go to the website and check it out. Yes. So you want to so go to go to closetsontheair.com and you go to Greg's section, and yes. it'll be there. Yes, and you'll see it. And if you're a West Wing fan, you will 
die laughing at this. So anyway, well, you, no, you won't die laughing. You won't die You may get some tears in your eyes. So in a really positive upswing, great news. The main House of Representatives late, late last night endorsed a bill to protect gays and lesbians from discrimination, which was joining the Senate, which had voted earlier. This is the state um, of Maine, not so the, the Maine state of like Maine. the primary. This right. Not the state. Yeah. The state of Maine with an E on the end. For that. Um, so it's amending the Maine Human Rights Act by making discrimination in employment, housing, credit, public accommodations, and education based on sexual orientation or gender identity, very important, illegal. So hopefully that is a good harbinger for what's going on in our own state. And this is the 16th state to do it with sexual orientation. And I, right. I, I know it's, I don't remember the exact number, but it's there's under 10 that have gender identity. I want to say that it's 6th or 7th. And Illinois, uh, which happened just a couple months ago, was the state that preceded. So right. hopefully Michigan. So way to go, Maine. And to we're, we're going to be on your uh, on your heels, Maine. Yes. That's Tills. right. Isn't that well, Dan, thanks for calling us. Amber, thanks for joining us. It's been a great, great edition of Closets Are For Clothes. We appreciated you tuning by with all the other cool kids and we will see you the same time same place next week have a good week thanks for tuning into closets are for clothes on wcbn fm 88.3 radio free ann arbor you can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 that's 763-3500 Or you can write us here at the station at 530-SAB, Ann Arbor, Michigan, 48109. Or at our Ipsy office, you can reach us at P.O. Box 980070, Ypsilanti, Michigan, 48198. The views and opinions expressed on Closets Are For Clothes are solely those of their speakers and are not the opinions of WCBN or our licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns, I'm Christy Cardinal. See you at the same time, same place, next week, Wednesday from 6 to 7. Peace. WCBN in Ann Arbor. A square, y'all. This is Jake and Jake at WBCN. John Kidd. That's WCBN. WBCN. CCCBN. I'm from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ann Arbor. Yeah, I was there during the 60s when the universe made something. All right. So, hi, guys out there in Ann Arbor. Now we're going to. I'm in WBCN. WCBN. WCBN. Yep. WCBN. Arbor. WCBN. Yep. Oh, downstairs. WCBN.